0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: The Talk Sport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is Talksport Daily. Hello,
2: hello, happy transfer deadline day, my friends. Yeah, to think. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start with the news that. Christian Eriksson is set to become a Brentford player only seven months after suffering a cardiac arrest on the pitch playing for Denmark at Euro 2020. Here's Darren Ambrose and Alex Crook reacting to the news on Darren Bent's Boot Room. I feel quite emotional
3: about this story because Mm. I was commentating for TalkSport 2 when he went down on the pitch for Denmark against Finland. Terrible scenes in Copenhagen having suffered that cardiac arrest. If you'd have told me then that we'd be talking about him coming back to to football at the highest level, I wouldn't have believed you. I think this has to go down in name, arguably as the most exciting signing in
0: Brentford's history. It's a sensational signing. Like you said, all the, the health checks have gone well, which is fantastic. And not just that, Christian Eriksson wants to carry on playing you know you could easily and understandably say nope that's me done I'm not I'm not doing this again but it shows a real desire a real love of the game to want to get straight back out there and Brentford has snapped a sensational player
4: and here comes a to pause for Christian Eriksson
0: Brentford's everyone's second team anyway, I feel, at the moment. They they like the way they've come into the Premier League, a bit of a breath of fresh air like we've seen. But now they've signed them, I think everywhere they go or every team that go there are going to be singing for Christian Eriksen. It's going to bring a real feel-good factor towards the back end of Brentford's Premier League season. And this could give them a real kick and a real push. Do you think, and, do you think Arsenal fans are give them a good reception? You know what? I think they will.
2: On to a bit of tennis now and Rafa Nadal beat Daniil Medvedev to win the Aussie Open and claim his 21st slam. Well done to him for that. He came back from two sets down in Melbourne. Would you believe that, eh? This was the reaction to the incredible achievement from Barry Cowan.
4: Uh, I'm in shock, really. Incredible. (laughs) Absolutely astonishing. Effort from from Nadal because basically he hasn't played since the French Open last year. He had all sorts of foot issues. He played a couple of matches in August and then then cut his season short. There was doubts whether he was actually going to go and play in Australia because again that the foot problem that he that he that he had hadn't healed. And then you watch a match like that in a normal normal circumstances, but down two sets to love against someone the quality of Medvedev, Nadal's pulled pull many many rabbits out of the hat to be able to do it the first time that he's come back from two sets of love down in a Grand Slam for, for 15 years. One of the most extraordinary achievements actually um, and, and now obviously 21 majors and that story will, will go on and on. You know, will will Nadal now be the one who's out in front, stay out in front? I think there's a few more twists along the way but yeah, great advert for the game. I don't know how these guys do it for over <laughs> five hours.
2: On now to Tottenham and the news that they've tried to sign Louis' player, Oli Tanner. But he's turned them down. That's Ollie Tanner, who plays non league football, and Spurs still can't sign him.
1: <laughs> oh, that's harsh,
2: laughter track. I didn't do that. Here's Big Tony Cascarino, who doesn't understand why Tanner has turned Spurs down.
3: From his perspective, are you serious? You're turning down, or, you're, or whoever's looking after him, I'm sure there's somebody looking after him. You're turning down the opportunity to go to Tottenham from Lewis. Now, even if they offer him peanuts, okay, even if they offer him a small or poor deal, if he does anything at the football club of any note, they'll be fine a contract in front of him. That'll be well worth his while.
0: If you're Spurs, you need people through the door. Of course you do. Dembele would be brilliant, and I would one like to see that happen. I mean, there's money left over. Obviously, they tried to get Diaz and, and didn't. So they've got money. What was it? Nineteen million. Bentancur. You
1: need to to have important players
0: in your team to have a, a, a strong squad, and Chelsea in this moment they have a strong squad.
5: Tottenham, this moment, it's not in the. We are very far from there.
0: I'm sure he was promised a lot more in terms of signings coming in, so maybe like a Tarek Lamptey or somewhere. And, Cookie, you, you informed me that 50 million would, would do it. I mean, I'd try and go a little bit less than that. If they want to have that final push for top four, they need a couple more in.
2: On now to the Championship action, starting with Wayne Rooney's Derby, drawing with Lee Bowyer's Birmingham City.
3: The fans are right behind this team They're right behind the manager They're right behind this club Let's hope they survive And what a story it would be if Derby stay up It's finished at Pride Park What an afternoon Derby 2, Birmingham 2 At
2: this point I really believe can keepers in this league I've been in football I've had a long career as a player um, And I know how important some points are um, This one is a massive point for us as
3: you say, a big point, um, a big 24 hours
2: ahead, a big month ahead, obviously
3: transfer window, you want to hold on to your players, you want the club to be surviving in a month's time. Where are you with everything right now?
2: No players are leaving and I know there's reports of, of different things, but no players will be leaving the club tomorrow, um, so this is my squad for the rest of the season and the, the lads uh, are fighting every game um, to try and pick up points, pick up wins um, and keep us in this division. So. And am I know where I'm at, on the field. Um, off the field's obviously a different matter and as I, I said in the press conference, um something needs to get sorted quick because um this city, the community the for football in England they can't lose. Um, a club like this.
0: We spoke about this didn't we a few weeks ago and I think Crookie you said no chance and we was kind of like well, they might stay up we, Like there's, there's a chance but it's looking very difficult. If he does and I heard his interviews Wayne Rooney, if he keeps them up, it's got to be up there with one of the greatest ever achievements in football that.
2: And staying with the EFL, here's the weekend breakfast presenter Natalie Sawyer who was unimpressed with the behaviour of some fans over the weekend.
6: Sport is about winning and losing. Mm. If you can't handle... Sometimes when things don't go right for your team or for the whoever you're supporting, then sport isn't for you because that is what sport is about, winning and losing. I and mean, I don't quite understand what happened in the Rotherham game because they were winning that game. But regardless of that, some of the behaviour we've seen, and this was a real shame, don't get me wrong, plenty of positives to take from yesterday's football. But this was a ta- yeah. chance for the EFL to, to shine. No Premier League football. It was their centre stage. And unfortunately, there's some, some events that really marred it. And that's yeah. a
3: real disappointment. It does feel since we've come out oh, we're just coming out of the pandemic again but over this period of the last couple of years that there's so much hatred out there or mm. if, maybe that's a bit mm. too strong of a word but there's a lot like. of discontent and there's a lot of people really an axe to grind whether it's football related
6: very quickly though cass i want to get to a, a tech a tweet we've just received what nonsense she does talk oh it's like shakespearean <laughs> all these elements have always been part of football and always will be in that basis then if you don't like it i'd say football isn't for you so what this person is saying that flares and and chairs being thrown onto the pitch and Abuse, Racist abuse is part of football and we should just Mm. accept it. I would say the problem is you, sir, or whoever you are, because that is not a part of football for me and I don't know what kind of football game you go to. It shouldn't be a part of football. You should be able to go and watch a game for 90 minutes and accept what you see on the pitch and not have to, as I say, throw Mm. flares or throw chairs or be abusive in a racist nature, for example. I'm sorry, whoever sent in that tweet, you are Mm. the one that talks nonsense.
2: On now to cricket, and England lost the T20 Series against the Windies over in Barbados. The match, of course, was live on TalkSport 2. This is how it finished.
1: Adil Rashid is hitting out towards Hayden Walsh Jr., who's underneath it. He takes the catch. (laughs) Catch taken, hat trick for Jason Holder. 162 for nine. Rashid had to swing. He had to swing hard. He goes for a first ball. And that should be that for the West Indies.
2: Now, in a previous episode of the podcast, boxing promoter Edward Hearn claimed that it was Tyson Fury who made the decision not to fight Ukrainian Alexander Usyk next in a unification bout. Fury, of course, will now fight Dillian White, not Dylan, Dillian, in the spring. However, Fury's UK promoter Frank Warren hit back at Hearn on fight night.
5: It's all irrelevant, and I don't particularly care what Eddie Hearn said. Hearn, Eddie Hearn says lots of things, and he's one of the—he's part of the problem why these things don't get over the line. We had always before, with what eighteen months ago, when we're trying to put together a fight between Joshua and Tyson. Every week, he was saying it's done, the contracts to be issued, despite the fact we all signed an agreement not to make any statements until it was done. And uh, as far as Tyson was concerned, it dragged on, and when Joshua asked for an extra five million dollars, he said enough is enough, and that was it. He said I'm not interested. He's too greedy. I think you've seen the, some of the. Uh, the videos he put out and on, on you know on social media and so forth.
3: Is Anthony Joshua going to step aside? Let me know. The time has run out the bottle. You're all getting a good hiding. Cowards.
5: And that was enough. That was it. He's a champion. Tyson's not beholden to Anthony Joshua. Him and Usyk wanted to get it on. Both of them wanted to get it on. But you had two people in the middle. One was suing the WBC and the other one was, was asking for more and more money. I think it, it was only at the death after Tyson made his decision that that, that sort of got Joshua's attention and uh, as for Dillian it it is what it is
2: On now to big Tony Cascarino recalling the time he bumped into legendary Italian goalkeeper Gigi Buffon in Las Vegas In
3: 2006 when Italy won the World Cup I was in Las Vegas and I'm in the Bellagio Hotel I'm going down to the swimming pool, and you have to take your card at the blagio to get into the pool. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to go past a booth, and there'll be someone checking you. And they give you the towels. Yeah, and and they give you the towels. Yeah. So I'm going down. As I I go, I go into the area of the swimming pool. There's a booth, and in front of me, just in front of me, is Buffon, Gianluigi Buffon, the the (laughs) Italian goalkeeper. (laughs) He's just won the World Cup, (laughs) and he doesn't speak much English. So he's trying to say, and you can hear the lady saying. You've got to have your card. You know, you, you need your card to go to swimming pool. And he doesn't quite understand what's saying, but so I've I've I'm behind him and, and sort of thinking, oh, he's just won the World Cup, and we're in America, and I don't know a lot about soccer. You know, and he's. Trying to get into the swimming pool and i'm thinking this just wouldn't happen in europe anyway <laughs> so he's, she's trying and he's trying to say she's going go back to your room so i've sort of jumped in mm-hmm. and so, tried to explain tried to who situation. he is to the american woman right and she went i don't care who he is <laughs> he ain't coming in <laughs> <laughs> and i just started out laughing
2: That's it, gang, thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. Of course, I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar tonight at the slightly later time of 11pm. It's just 11 to 1, but I still get paid exactly the same. I'm alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy, who, of course, will get paid very little, as he always does. That's just the way it works. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That's